Hi, my name's Danielle Taylor and I'm a solicitor based in the Family Department of Paris Smith in our offices in Winchester. Today we'll be answering the question, what happens to pets on divorce or separation? In some jurisdictions, they will look at the well-being of animals. There can be custody agreements for pets and all sorts of documentation and court applications to deal with pets on separation. However, this is a far stretch from the current rules in England and Wales. Pets can be an integral part of the family unit. They provide parties with well-needed support and consistency very often. They come in all shapes and sizes, from the family cat to the children's gerbil to man's best friend. Each type of pet would need to be considered on separation or divorce. Who should they stay with and how will they be looked after? The courts in England and Wales are not sentimental in any way, shape or form when it comes to pets. The general rule is they're treated like chattels or personal objects to be divided within family financial proceedings. Even if you manage to agree a schedule or a custody agreement with the other party, you won't be able to enforce it or put it into a document that would be legally enforceable. This can create all sorts of tension and difficulty. And what happens if you can't agree? In family financial proceedings, some pets come within a budget. Pets can come with hefty vets bills or other enormous outgoings. For example, If you have a pet that is particularly aged or has been unwell, then there can be high insurance premiums attached to them. Pedigree or thoroughbred pets can require their own stables, for example, and that can cost a vast amount to maintain. This can factor into income needs. Other pets are reasonably economical, but there's the sentimental value of a pet that can't be discounted. After all, they are part of the family. Whilst parties will often make arguments about maintaining the status quo or the pet being a part of their lifestyle to the court, effectively, any outgoings for pets need to be included within a budget or list of outgoings within financial disclosure in financial remedy proceedings. They can be looked at when looking at claims for maintenance. If the pets are completely unaffordable and there are not sufficient assets to meet the pet's needs, then you may have to look at other options. Furthermore, some pets can have considerable values as an asset. Thoroughbred racing horses, greyhounds and even designer dogs can have a huge price tag attached to them. Some of them will have a value in terms of breeding or their offspring. This may need to be factored into the financial remedy proceedings as they may be a valuable asset like a piece of art. It's frequently said that the costs in arguing over pets are not proportionate. The legal costs can rack up really quickly for a pet that actually has no intrinsic value. But effectively, the emotional dimension should not be underestimated. It can be massive in negotiations and can ultimately determine whether or not you settle a case. The status of a pet will vary from family to family. Sometimes they're just looked at fondly as a pet of the family. In other families, they're treated almost as children. You shouldn't underestimate the impact that a pet can have on a separation, and it can be the one thing that somebody wants to hold on to. Ultimately, pets are a feature of separation, and they might need to be looked at within financial remedy proceedings going through a divorce. You will need to seek advice from your lawyer as to the impact that a pet is likely to have from a financial perspective, although of course you will be aware of the emotional value of the pet to the family. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast on pets on divorce or separation. My name is Danielle Taylor, and should you require any further legal advice, then our details can be found on the Paris Smith website. Thank you.